Hello, and welcome to this series of the World Built Environment Forum podcast, where we explore some of the key issues around the built and natural environment with leading experts. I'm Kay Pittman, World Built Environment Forum Manager. In today's podcast, we're joined by our very own Kiza Zera, Sustainability Analyst at RICS. In this episode, we'll be talking about the work that RICS is undertaking with the UN Global Compact to help create a more sustainable world. What is RICS's sustainability strategy? How is it working with the UN Global Compact? And what insight does it have about how sustainability issues are being addressed in construction and real estate around the world? So Kiza, welcome. Hi, Kay. Hey, Kiza. I wanted to start by asking you a bit about the UN Global Compact. RICS has recently released its UN Global Compact Communication on Engagement report, as we know. But before we dive into talking about the report, could you tell us a little bit about the UN Global Compact itself and why it's so important? Yes, the UN Global Compact is one of the largest corporate sustainability initiatives uh, with over 12,000 member organisations based in over 160 countries. It encourages member companies to align their strategies and operations with universal principles on human rights, labour, environment and anti-corruption. The initiative also supports companies to take action to advance societal goals such as the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs. There is also a particular focus on collaboration and innovation to achieve these broader objectives. The RICS Communication Engagement Report details some of the key projects that RICS is working on that is supportive of the principles of the UN Global Compact and the Sustainable Development Goals. As part of our commitment to the UN Global Compact, we are required to complete this report every two years. So can you run us through the work that RICS is undertaking that's covered in the latest UN Global Compact Communication on Engagement Report to further sustainability and the UN's SDGs, as you say? The communication engagement report has actually turned out to be a very interesting document. It clearly shows the sheer volume of work that RICS is doing around sustainability and the UN's SDGs. The work ranges from standards to guidance notes to designing databases as well as toolkits. All of this work is supportive of the UN's objectives. It is also worth pointing out that the initiatives discussed in this report represent just some of the work and some of the projects that RICS has contributed to. There are plenty more initiatives and collaborative works that RICS is leading on to address these global challenges. For RICS, sustainability is defined as pursuing a combination of environmental and social objectives. All of these projects discussed in this report support the UN Sustainable Development Goals in some way. The Responsible Business Framework, which is outlined in towards the beginning of the report, is a framework that aims to provide a global approach towards embedding environmental, social and governance factors into the management of real estate. As a whole, the framework supports around nine different SDGs, including climate action, affordable and clean energy, responsible consumption and production, and life on land. The report also discusses the value toolkit. RSCS has collaborated with the Construction Innovation Hub and other leading professional bodies to create a new industry-wide methodology that can help assess the value of construction projects using a broad range of metrics, including social, economics and environmental factors. These initiatives also support a number of SDGs, such as industry innovation and infrastructure, sustainable cities and communities and partnership for the goals. 
That's fantastic. Thank you. I know the report also discusses RSCS's sustainability strategy. Could you tell us a bit about what the main tenets of this strategy are? We know that the chartered surveying profession has the potential to become the sought-after expert advisor on sustainability and will inform key decisions, build confidence and can help society potentially mitigate and adapt to climate change. RICS believes that the profession can be a source for positive social impact. These ideas have become the basis of the sustainability strategy. The purpose of the strategy is to firstly equip the profession with the necessary skills, tools and knowledge and competence to play a vital role in the delivery of a sustainable future. Secondly, there is the strategy is designed to help promote the expertise and the experience and positive impact of the profession and create demand for the profession. And finally, the strategy will help position RSCS as a global and trusted leader in sustainability. To develop the strategy, RSCS will be collaborating with our members, particularly as well as professional institutions, policymakers, financial institutions, the research and scientific community and the public. We will be engaging with professionals and bringing together expert working groups from across the built and natural environments for a series of roundtable discussions. By working with our members and expert working groups, we plan to build this strategy together and this could impact the projects that RSCS decides to do in the future. Thanks so much, Kiza. That's clearly some some great work that's going on there and kind of progressing. You mentioned earlier the Responsible Business Framework report that RSCS published. Can you outline the core principles that need to be assessed and managed over the land and building life cycle? The the Responsible Business Framework suggests that professionals working in the natural and built environments have a responsibility to limit the harm that they cause to the planet, support social value, and to be transparent in the way that they deliver their services and report on their performance. The framework also emphasizes that property professionals and leaders involved in real estate management have a, a duty to create a culture of compliance around all of their activities. The the framework highlights that an organization's culture should be consistent and supportive of all 17 UN SDGs. The guidance suggests that a responsible business that manages property should concentrate on six core principles that would need to be assessed and managed during its operation. These principles include looking at energy use and sourcing, carbon, waste, water management, transportation use and biodiversity assessments as well. Brilliant. So, so how is RACS encouraging sustainability through uh, the development of global standards? As part of the ICMS coalition, RICS is one of the 49 globally prominent organisations that have collaborated together to create a new industry cost management standard, ICMS 3. The standard focuses on construction costs and carbon management. Professionals can follow the standard when completing construction projects. What is really interesting is that the standard provides a toolkit to manage and consistently report on carbon and use this to influence design and construction decisions. Through ICMS, three professionals for the first time will be able to deliver a globally consistent method for carbon 
lifecycle reporting across construction projects. The standard will assist the construction industry to decarbonize in the most cost-effective way. It allows costs and carbon emissions to be managed and potentially be reduced. In addition, the standard could also support sustainable investment strategies by bringing much-needed transparency and cross-border comparability of embodied and operational carbon across the life cycle of construction projects. So can we go into some more detail about some of the other initiatives that RSS is involved in that are covered in the communication? RSS has developed an international buildings operation standard known as IBOS, which is discussed in this report. IBOS is essentially a framework for assessing building performance. Significantly, this standard provides a toolkit, a global standard for the operation of buildings so they can meet the needs of occupiers and investors and, and users. The standard provides an international benchmark to deliver better buildings for people, society and the planet. Indeed, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic has placed added value in activities that support health and well-being. Additionally, buildings should also be safe and supportive places that people want to occupy. At the same time, buildings need to be green and have a positive environmental impact. So IBOS can help organizations measure the operational performance of their assets and take into account the social and environmental impacts of those assets. Another project that is worth mentioning is the Built Environment Carbon Database. Uh, RICS has led a, a group of construction sector professional bodies in the design and development of an emissions database. The database will allow professionals to log data on different types of construction projects, ranging from new homes to offices to infrastructure works. The database will give an indication of how much carbon has been emitted during the construction process and allow professionals to identify and avoid carbon intensive products and processes in favor of more sustainable options. That's great. That's that's two great initiatives. Just talking about IBOS, obviously putting people in the environment right at the center of assessing building performance and, and the built environment carbon database, you know, giving that indication of, of carbon emitted during the construction process, allowing people to identify how they can avoid carbon intensive products and processes. So some fantastic work there, um, some really interesting initiatives. RSS is clearly doing a lot of work in this field in sustainability. We know a lot of members will be really interested and engaged and, and are really engaged in sustainability issues and, and want to find out more about RSS work in this area. So aside from this UN Global Compact communication, um, how is RSS communicating its work to members and to other professionals in the built and natural environment? Much of the work that RSCS is doing on sustainability is available on the RSCS and WebF website. A number of articles, webinars, reports and podcasts around key sustainability issues in the built and natural environments is published on, on those websites as well. We also have a sustainability hub, which we are continuing to build on. This outlines our key initiatives and has updates on the upcoming projects that RSCS is leading on in this field. That's fantastic. Thank you. I know that you're also the author of the RSES Wellbit Environment Forum Sustainability Report, which was published last year to coincide with COP26. I think that's a really interesting, some really interesting findings and insight in that report. So could you tell us briefly a bit about some of the key findings? The sustainability report shows the results of a sentiment survey of over 4,000 built environment professionals operating in over 30 countries. 
the report explored how sustainability issues are featuring in the built environment, particularly in the commercial property and the construction sectors. Essentially, the report suggested that the real estate sector is headed in the right direction regarding sustainability, although progress remains very slow. For example, a high proportion of contributors to the survey noted an overall pickup in demand for green buildings. However, majority believe that this increase has only been modest. It is somewhat encouraging to see that the majority of contributors noted that this pickup in demand for green buildings is having an impact on rents and prices. And alongside this, a significant share of contributors noted that client, stakeholder and customer demand was the principal factor behind the rise in ESG investments. Meanwhile, in the construction sector, a significant amount uh, proportion of respondents globally suggested that minimizing waste is the top priority for the construction industry, uh, with a very high share noting an increase in demand for recyclable and reusable materials. Again, overall, the results suggested that there is a lot of improvement, a lot of room for improvement. The majority of contributors noted that they make no measurement of operational or embodied carbon in construction projects, despite the industry being responsible for around 40% of global carbon emissions. But hopefully the development of the built environment carbon database and the adoption of ICMS3 can change this trend. We also completed an addendum to the sustainability report for further insights. One very interesting issue highlighted in the addendum was that the majority of respondents, around 40% globally, stated that the impact of biodiversity is assessed on less than 50% of the projects that professionals work on, which again highlights that further advancements are needed around sustainability across the sector. Some really interesting insights there. Thanks so much for sharing them, Kiza. We know this is not a one-off report, a sustainability report. So could you tell us a bit about the next report, which we know will be published later this year, ahead of COP27? Yes, RSCS is currently running global market surveys uh, in the global construction and commercial property sectors, uh, again, concentrating on sustainability issues and how they're impacting the built environment. These questions built on the work that we've done last year and give insights how the sustainability issues have evolved over the past 12 months and whether there has been any notable progress. The surveys are open for anyone listening It would be great if you can respond and give us your thoughts because that market insights from our members and professionals is key and really helps us to understand how sustainability and climate issues are shifting trends in the built and natural environments. That's brilliant. Thanks, Kiza. And such an important way to understand that insight on a global level and understand where the industry is going and industry trends. So for those listeners wanting to find out more, where can people go to download the UN Global Compact Communication and Engagement Report and the WebF Sustainability Report? Both of these reports can be downloaded from the RSCS website under News and Insight and Sustainability. That's great. Thanks so much, Kiza, for joining us today. It sounds like there's some really positive outcomes coming from this work and insights available already and still more to come. So 
please do join us again for another podcast in the future. You can see the website for further details and you can also listen to any previous podcasts that you may have missed. We'll be running a webinar later this year on the findings of the sustainability report and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, where you can receive news of upcoming webinars alongside that sustainability one, future podcasts, as well as recently published articles, reports and research. Finally, you can download the WebF app from the App Store or Google Play, where you can access the latest innovative global thought leadership content from the built environment. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.